Hey everyone, welcome back to the Girl of Gen Z podcast. Today I have a special episode. It's our Christmas segment and I brought on my sister. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> so Erica's my sister. Um, I don't know how I managed to convince her to get on this podcast, but this is definitely going to be more of a casual episode. As you can see, we're literally sitting on pillows on the floor of my bedroom um, because that's just how this is going to go for this episode. I wanted to kind of veer away from the structure of my episodes with guests and being more of like entrepreneurial type backgrounds. And I just, you know, have some topics I feel like would be interesting to bounce off of with my sister here and I feel like together we're two very opinionated people but in very <laughs> different ways so um yeah and then we brought some wine because you know why not that just makes it a fun time this is really quickly and turn into ASMR oh is it <laughs> I wasn't I didn't see that one coming <laughs> um so we're drinking a white wine today would you say you're a wine drinker um, not really. Actually, I'm going to hold this. Around family and stuff, yes, but... So, when we're around family, or even when I'm not around family, I always lean towards white. I find that red's very bitter. Would you agree? Yeah, I just... Yeah, I haven't really tried many reds. I kind of just try to stay away. I'd but say. when you drink whites, do you drink a Pinot or a Sauve? Or do you drink a Chardonnay? Like, do you drink bubbly? Um, honestly, I haven't really drink, drink, drink wine for that often. That period, like long of a period of time yeah that i just i've started drinking pinot but i would you haven't experienced enough of them solve with you but if like dad has chardonnay i'll drink that too like i honestly don't really have a preference quite yet fair enough the age um the legal drinking age in canada well sorry montreal's 18 mm -hmm. montreal's 18 uh where we live is 19 and erica's born at the end of the year so she wasn't really legally able to drink till pretty recent <laughs> So she really hasn't been able to, I feel like, experience wine as much as, like, coolers. Well, yeah. and, I like, feel like you definitely start drinking wine when you become of legal drinking age. It's not really something, like, you want to drink before. You just want, like, the sugary stuff and, like, the stuff to just get you drunk quickly. <laughs> exactly, which I feel like this is more of, like, a sip-sip, you know? Anyway, so there's a few things I'd written down for this. Um for this podcast in specific so recently there was um an article before christmas that came out about the victoria's secret fashion show being canceled for the first time in years um i did you did you see the article or did you only see what i sent you for the most part like the little post remember like that mm -hmm. facebook thing i shared you in i think so yeah what there are your like thoughts on it thing. like do you think it's weird that <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? No, I just think I just had no idea what you were gonna ask me coming into this, and it was just such a big secret. And the fact that that's the first question just makes me laugh. Um, um, okay. Um, what did they say? The reason why they canceled yeah, so, it? Yeah. So just okay. So I didn't actually know the full reason until like a couple days ago. I read an article on it that was a little bit more specific. So do you remember how last year Gigi Gorgeous put out that YouTube video of? Um, they don't want, like, transgenders and, like... Yeah, like, they, they were inclusive. saying they're being inclusive, but they really only put Winnie Harlow on the stage, and then Gigi's like, well, why can't you put a trans person on the stage? Yeah. And then the executive or the CEO had, like, a huge rebuttal on it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll, I'll read you the little snippet here. Um, and because social media has evolved so much now, as opposed to, like, when it was first when there was no social media and it was just strictly the fashion shows. So part of this article, they had mentioned that the, 
the artists, the music artists that perform, that would get leaked before the actual show aired. So that was like one of their issues. I I don't know. I kind of called BS on that. Like you know, like Katy Perry would perform or Justin Bieber would perform, and yeah. it, it the the actual show wouldn't air till like a week later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're saying one of the reasons why they're canceling it is because oh. because of that. It's like we've heard that song being performed before. Like, why is it yeah. such a big deal? Like, exactly, exactly. Um, but they, um, I want to find the exact part. Okay, so they said the show was a very important part of the brand building of this business and it was an important aspect of the brand and a remarkable marketing achievement. Um, And with that being said, we're figuring out how to advance the positioning of the brand and best communicate that to our customers. And that's among the things that Victoria's Secret Chief Executive Officer John um, is focused on. And then he said the move comes months after the lingerie brand made noticeable changes to appear more inclusive following backlash, such as featuring, pl- uh, sorry, such as collaborating with Blue Bella, who I've never heard of, um, and featuring plus size model uh, Ali Tart Cutler in the campaign and hiring its first openly transgender model, Valentina Sempeo, for its athletic line for VS Pink. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're including all these people that they should have, I felt like, just included in the fashion show. I mean, like, just their statement, like, alone, I mean, like, I just feel like I have something to say on like, how they're an inclusive brand about, like, plus-size size models, models and stuff, which I don't agree at all, because I think their biggest band size in their bras is, like, a 38, which is obviously not the biggest people are, and their biggest cup size is a triple D, which is, obviously like, again, not, like, the biggest size people are, because considering the, like, average bra size in the U.S. for, like, a woman is, like, a 34D, something yeah. around there, so obviously they're not gearing towards, like, half the audience already, so even just, like, their brand and products itself already aren't being, like, inclusive like i've been in the change room there before and half the girls in there are saying like yeah you'd really be uh, this size but we don't have that one so you have to do the sister size and i just can't imagine how many times they're saying that a day so even that itself like they're already not trying to give a wide range of products so why would they be inclusive in the sense of like who they want on their show if they're not like like you kind of have to be all around you know what i mean i agree if you're gonna like be vegan and like claim that you like use vegan products and don't buy fur but then buy cruelty don't buy cruelty for your makeup like you're not completely like i feel like you're working against your own state yeah being in the public eye you have to like be completely like inclusive or completely vegan or whatever it may be um yeah so you don't get yeah, oh so gosh. I thought that was interesting, and um, I thought it was a little bit of a shock because it's not like we've watched it every year, but mm. I would say we've watched a good amount of them. Mom, like our mom's usually the one when back when you were living at home, being like, "Oh, uh, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is on tonight on TV. Like, I'm gonna record it, or do you guys want to watch it?" Mm-hmm. And it would always be like this big hype of like who's gonna perform, mm-hmm. and it was just like a little tradition. It wasn't even about the all inclusivity part. It was just like the tradition of the lingerie pieces being modeled and who was performing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't really say it was anything that, like, added value per se, as in you already saw the advertisements through your sponsored ads on Instagram. You already walked through the store in the mall every few times you went. Like, you already knew what they had to offer. Like, those big extravagant pieces, like, isn't what they're offering. And, like, you know there's double zero six-foot models out there. It's just, like, that's obviously not a realistic goal. So it's, like, it's almost just making people feel worse about themselves. So I didn't... Like, where the world is moving to now with all this, like, being inclusive of, like, plus sizes and all that stuff, I don't think it's, like, a very ideal, like, picture or image. So, like, I wouldn't say, like, losing a show is, like, 
a huge loss. Yeah, exactly. Like, in our personal... Like, it hasn't affected us that personally, like, one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. Um, But just quickly bouncing off of that, do you remember... I think Brandy Melville still has One Size Fits All. Mm-hmm. And do you remember, like, Trisha Paytas recorded that video of um like they told me i was too fat or i would stretch out their clothes or something i feel like you're the one that told me that was it her or someone else i don't remember because this was years ago back when we shopped there but now there's like videos circulating the internet where it's um i wear this size and she tried on that size at multiple different stores and they all fit differently like in jeans for example well yeah because everyone's fabrics are gonna like fit a little slightly different and like your body type is obviously different like some people like have a smaller waist or don't have a smaller waist or have a bigger chest or not or smaller chest. So it's going to fit differently depending on how you feel comfortable in that piece of clothing. So if you're an employee at Brandy Melville and your um, manager told you that you kind of had to like not I don't, I don't know the right word, like restrict who's trying on the clothes. Like if you saw someone that was like plus size, it was like, oh, those denim shorts aren't going to fit like and she was like, you have to say something because, like, they're not the one-size-fits-all. Because there has been situations like that at Brandy. And I feel like... I wouldn't say anything. I, yeah, I wouldn't be able... I, I don't think I'd be able to stand by whatever Brandy's, like, rules are of how they work I just, like, as a human being and, like, having morals and, like... I just, like, wouldn't feel comfortable telling someone that because that's, like, someone try- who's clearly not an extra-extra-small at Aritzia trying on an extra-extra-small. Like, I'm not going to tell them what size they're allowed to try on. Like, it's clearly, like open for everyone in the public and if they break it then or something rips or whatever that would then be on them kind of thing or whatever the company's policy is if you don't catch it or whatever but that's kind of just more so um deal with it when it happens kind of thing yeah i feel that um i also heard that i i watched um a video i think it's probably six months ago or something this girl um she was like my interview experience at Brandy and they asked her what her social media was and they like went through her and like analytics and stuff to see like if she posted in Brandy Melville clothes and like they asked what her measurements were. It was like almost intrusive. I feel like like it's one thing to just go check their social media accounts, but to like ask all these details, like yeah. I feel like only more and more companies are going to start doing that. At least ones like that, like clo- like, yeah, I just, I don't think it's serious enough for, part-time minimum wage job agree asking that agreed that's like the like they're i mean when you're 15 16 17 whatever like when they ask those kind of questions like yeah you feel a little uncomfortable but bottom line is you want a job and you're young and you're gonna take what you can get but as you get older like you get more of a feeling through interviews and meeting these managers and if you don't get a good feeling you're gonna go elsewhere because ultimately like if you're not happy there and you don't feel comfortable working there you're not gonna enjoy yourself and you're not gonna ever want to be there so right. you're gonna want to work somewhere where you stand by what they stand for basically 100%. yeah um okay so let's severe away from this topic then um have you seen the tesla cyber truck um briefly i saw like the forward against the tesla. so you saw the tug of war because i wanted did you I see the video i didn't watch the video no you didn't no so do you know who wins do you guessing tesla yeah well <laughs> yeah um but like what do you think if you guys aren't aware so there's this video um obviously the specs on this tesla Cybertruck are like out of this world yeah. um and uh i think it was elon musk who tweeted something like oh it can pull this amount of weight um on an incline um with that car and 
I don't know if they're driving against each other. I can't, I can't quite remember. Um, and then Ford kind of like was trying to like jump to their own defense and being like, oh, well, that's not fair. Like you've been planning for this like for so long. Like, like if we had the amount of time to, to put on those specs, like we would have too, or something like that. And then Elon's like, okay, like, okay, do your best. Like I'll give you time, whatever. And, uh, then they like do this war and obviously Tesla like so they, wins. they got the time to do their best. I and think then... so. Yeah, I think that's how it went, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I don't know. Like, what do you think of the actual look of the car? I feel like it looks like it's from like not on Earth. Oh, yeah, like it looks fully looks like a robot. But it I looks think, like from Star Trek or something. I think that's the attention you're trying to attract with getting a car like that. Like even Tesla's sedans and um, whatever, all their cars, um, they all sort of have a different look than your standard car like they even just the um door handle like it's just it's meant to attract attention he wants it to look different just like iphones all have that sleek look like you're trying to make it look different than an android would so it's like you're paying that premium price you want people to know what you have and um i don't know how cool it is <laughs> um have you seen the um do you know any of the features on the truck no. Have you seen that, like, the the front is called, like, a frunk? Like, so the back's a trunk. They call the the front a storage space as mm -hmm. well because it doesn't need yeah. an engine because yeah. it's based on battery. Could you imagine how much extra space you have? Like, you have two trunks. Like, imagine having a big family. That's so ideal, I feel like, for someone like that. For family vacations, you know how dad would always have to, like, the obviously truly. put all... Yeah, and we couldn't see over the, the back when he was looking to reverse. But imagine having all that front frunk space um yeah well the thing is every family has different features that they need some like the automatic door on vans because their kids aren't strong enough to pull it closed some like all the extra car seats which i don't know how many seats the um truck truck has i don't know either i'm guessing three in the back and two in the front that's my guess but i'm not positive um but yeah depends how big of a family you have like we liked our eight-seater car for a period of time or seven-seater car for a period of time because touring all of us and a couple of our friends was really convenient to always be the family with, like, the bigger car and, like, be able to drive your friends around at lunch We and never stuff actually like that. had to count our seats. You'd be like, oh, well, everyone will fit. Like yeah, exactly. Um, but, again, everyone has different things that they look for when they get a car. Like Just, like, when you get a camera, you have different things that you look for. Um, like the specs. Yeah, exactly. Would you ever get a Tesla? I I don't know. Like I can't. I don't think I can. I it's like your dream car, a G wagon. Is that what you're gonna tell me? I wouldn't really say I have a dream car. I, I like it depends on what I need at that time. So yours is so much more practicality. Well, like I just I'm not gonna be unrealistic and say a G wagon because I know I probably won't ever think that the car's worth it. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, a Tesla would be nice to have one day, but do I think it's, like, the best car or the coolest car? Maybe, maybe not. Like, I, I, I've never driven any of these cars. I, true, some of them true. I haven't even seen in real life, so I can't really say or not say okay. what I think of them. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, so veering <laughs> off this topic then, I think I need to top up on my wine. Do you need to top up on mm -hmm. your wine? <laughs> um... So Do I just hold the bottom of the glass? Yeah. Honestly, I find it so satisfying when... Oh, I was going to hold... Okay. Um, thanks. I find it so satisfying. I hear a couple of podcast hosts like do like a wind down Wednesday like podcast episode and they're just like ranting about stuff and you can hear them um, 
pouring their glass of wine and like, oh, this is the featured wine I'm drinking tonight. I don't know. It just feels like such a chill mood. It's so much different than like a a podcast that's supposed to be so much more informational based. Like, you know what I mean? Like the vibes are different. Yeah. Could you just hold the bottom of my glass? Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Do you usually drink spritzers? Um, depends how I'm feeling. <laughs> depends how I I'm mean, feeling. like... The holidays, if another few extra calories won't hurt me. Um, so this show, the show you on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I never knew you watched it, and I don't know if you knew I watched it. But then we had recently talked about how it's airing December twenty sixth. Yeah, I just don't hear of you watching many shows that I watch. I would say on Netflix. So when I heard that, sorry. okay, do you? Okay, this we might say some spoilers in this um, because. I kind of like want to refresh. Do you remember what the last episode was? No. You don't remember like the basement scene and at the, I remember the library. The... I watch a lot of shows. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like... would say I probably fin- since that finished five shows on Netflix maybe. So I Okay, can't... so the the last episode as far as I remember, um let me just get the the characters. Um you uh cast members so then at least we can like reference them by name oh my god where are their actual names his name's not actually pen beck peach what is his name it's not pen um no it's not dan humphrey dan humphrey's in gossip girl um go back and then say cast members um show names or something like that character names it literally still doesn't come up maybe if i click this one yeah that one imbd directed cast whoopsies joe 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 okay so joe (laughs) joe um so he plays dan humphreys in gossip girl did you ever watch gossip girl I did. I can never get into it. Okay. So um, he plays a different character, obviously, on this show. Um, a very strong character, which I kind of couldn't envision him playing until I kind of watched the whole season. I was like, wow, like, you have to be like a pretty good actor yeah. for this character. A good actor is a good actor, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, f- any role. I feel like I haven't seen him in any roles since Gossip Girl. Like mm-hmm. Gossip Girl made his career. And then all of a sudden you see freaking Dan Humphrey in this show, You. Yeah, well, these Netflix um, series are becoming huge hits. They're... They, at first they started out quite small and then they actually started incorporating big actors like him and then I think they really took off kind of thing. Yeah, well, they had him and then Shane Mitchell played the best friend of Beck, mm-hmm. which played Peach. And um, Shane Mitchell is from Mississauga, so I just like have a huge soft spot in my heart for her. Like mm-hmm. back in the PLL days, um, there was like this poster of Shane Mitchell in the Aeropostale store in Buffalo and my mom was like, oh my God! says mississauga on the poster like take a photo girls so they like, yeah. take a photo on like these little dorky outfits like we're standing beside a picture of shay mitchell yeah um well, I, like- I just I, i've watched a couple of her like youtube videos and i do like what she stands for and i think she's like a strong um i've seen her travel company woman. base yes yeah. it's I like simple from there. oh really yeah it's like this little flap um thing that you put you know on like the back of a car seat or the back of a plane seat Mm-hmm. and then there's little pouches in it so you can put like your chapstick your gum like the stuff that you always have to reach up to your did you use it on your last i haven't got it yet I, like i just purchased it for my next mm. trip so i feel like i'm always trying to reach into my 
compartment to grab yeah. my little things yeah. and i just wish i Earphones. had a spot for yeah for All like just my like core things so it magnetizes so like the flaps magnetize together and then you can pull your stuff in but with shipping and stuff is really expensive like i don't know if i'd recommend getting it from base but i it's like tan it's a really pretty like nice leather mm-hmm. um i feel like celebrity items especially like living in canada like i don't know how much skims are but i think they would definitely be more worth it for the Americans. average american consumer rather than the canadian consumer just um based on dollar yeah yeah for sure um but back to the show so the last episode uh like all this stuff goes down with beck who plays the main character that he's like stalking in this series mm-hmm. um and like his ex-girlfriend that like kind of disappeared off the face of the earth um i don't know i can't remember if she changed her name and moved to another country and someone found her profile and was like this is his ex-girlfriend i can't remember but it, yeah the, i don't, I don't the, think that happened ep- i don't remember no, 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 but the ex-girlfriend comes back in the last episode because that's what starts this season is like him coming encounter with his ex-girlfriend so he never mm-hmm. killed her so we're super super but he killed the girl in the first season beck yeah yeah I don't know. I just, I'm really not usually into like mystery and like this like psychotic suspense drama, mm-hmm. but like it's addicting. Like when I was at school, I would do a little bit of editing. I'm like, okay, an episode before bed. And then the next morning I'd like get up early to watch an episode with my breakfast. Yeah. Like it like just caught you on this loop. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I have a few shows like that. What like are some it. other ones? Hmm. Blacklist. Um, I've heard of that one. What's that one about again? Um, it's about um like the world's biggest fugitive makes um a an immunity agreement with the um uh U.S. FBI um to basically catch um the world's like most wanted like the, criminals? the yeah exactly um so he gives them all the criminals that he knows about because he's kind of like worked alongside them and he helps them find them um and but there's just it's so much more than that it's just who's like in the fbi and his relation to them and then their past and like how they end up there's being so like related yeah it's just yeah even they came out with like a newest season and I don't think it w- it had the same effect as the first five just because I watched them like all in a row. And again, I was at school. It'd be like late night staying up watching it and then getting up early to watch it too. Um, That's when you know you're freaking addicted to Netflix series. <laughs> well, there's only certain shows that get me like that. Like I've watched like Hey You, um, like a few reality television shows like Love Island. I don't know if you've ever watched. Yeah, I watched one episode. One episode, really. But okay. it was only so their, se- was the only their seasons are long. So their seasons are probably like fifty episodes, and they're probably five zero. Yeah, pro- like forty to fifty depends on the season. Um, they have a Love Island USA as well, but um, I watched the UK one. It's really cool because they all have accents and stuff. Um, but where was I going with that? Um, yeah. So I've had like my fair share. I feel like of television shows. Um, Do you watch w- like, more than one at a time? No. That is just too confusing. I think you for <laughs> especially in those episodes before bed, you wake up and you mix the two shows up, and yeah, it's no. like reading two novels. I feel like at once, like it's very rare I do that. Like yeah. if there's one I had to read for school, and then one in my leisure time, way back. Yeah, like that. sometimes I confuse two subjects that are pretty similar. Never mind shows. I can't do that. <laughs> um, okay, so the next um, thing I want to talk about is Disney Plus. The whole hype about it. Okay. What what do you, any of your friends get it? Were they like Disney Plus? Let's go. Um, so we actually have Apple TV in my house at school. Um, 
and it's logged into one of my roommate's boyfriend's accounts um and he got disney plus like one night after the bar like he just on a whim made, made an account and a few of them were watching Disney Plus till like four in the morning. Really? Um, so, we anyways, watching? we woke up one day. We had Disney Plus, but um, <laughs> so I've only watched. I think I've watched maybe one episode of Phantom Montana on it, and then we watched one movie called The Good Dinosaur because <laughs> my roommate Paige, she just thought it was, told me it was the cutest movie ever. It was like her favorite movie as a child, and like we both said we were gonna like write notes during it or like something like that, and then we both like just had our eyes glued. Like it was just it was so. <laughs> cute like it's just a good dinosaur yeah it's just one of those movies where yeah it just like wasn't like terrible acting it was just like a cute kids movie it was just it was cute yeah no i'd I'd recommend (laughs) um adults out there um what was the hand montana episode you watched i don't remember one of the first ones probably where she's literally like 13 years old yeah like the one where her best friend like comes into her dressing room and like she has the pie Emily Osment. 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 She has like the pie on her face and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the early days. Um, there was like something I saw on, I don't know if it's uh, Instagram, because you got like one month free with Disney Plus when you first sign up and then you have to pay for it after. So everyone was posting about it for a month and then nobody posted about it anymore. And everyone's like, I bet your your one month free has run out and that's why nobody's posting about it anymore. Yeah, but then there are a lot of people who just forget about it and then end up paying it or they share it in house or they're using someone else's account or, or whatever like same kind of deal with netflix but i think they're obviously super smart for doing so they haven't put um maybe they have they not put anything on netflix yeah they haven't put any disney no um shows or movies on netflix for years and everyone was kind of like wondering why um but it does make sense that they were plotting this all along that's obviously um when they kind of hit up more of a plateau in their um, income or whatever. Um, and then they decide to add this. And it's like the people who forget that they have the subscription and they get charged for a whole year. And then, bam, they made income off someone who didn't even use it. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I was going to say, I feel like for us, after we want, like, if we did have it, which we like now don't other than like your house, whatever mm-hmm. at school, I feel like we would just watch the stuff we'd feel like rewatching and then we'd kind of be done with it as opposed to people who like kids who are younger would actually like use it as if it was Netflix and actually explore and find new shows. Yeah. But to us, they're all old reminiscing shows. I also feel like with this era, I mean, although kids use like iPads and TV and stuff more, I feel like parents are more limiting as to, um, how much like TV time or iPad time they get. So I, I feel like a online subscription platform like that where they don't even know what these old shows are all about. I think watching the current shows would be just fine for them. So I don't need that one up. It would be nice to see as uh, like what audience it actually caters to. Like say they just put in a little survey at the beginning of every sign up kind of thing or before you watched every 10 movies or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know how much it would actually adhere to the, like, under 10 platform like that. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, what was I going to say? Somebody that I had worked with, um, I don't work with any of him anymore, but he said that his, he has, like, multiple brothers, and he said his little brother was, like, um, I don't want to drop names just because I don't know if they're cool with me saying this, but he, like, told his little brother, um, let's call him Michael. He was like, Michael, like, Disney Plus just came out. Like, I really, really want to get it. Um <laughs> 
And he goes, we all have to just pay $3 each or like whatever because mm-hmm. um, they were going to split it. And then Michael was like, gave him $25. Like, don't bother me for a few months. And he just like paid for it, which oh was nice. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, yeah, he said it was like nice to like watch it with this like little brother who's nine years old or eight years old to like he was reminiscing the old stuff. But this was completely new for that kid because mm-hmm. he didn't live in the era of like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And that's so Raven. $3 it's, a month. That's adorable. Right um what else is he gonna say oh like how'd your exams go how was exam season terrible (laughs) stressful um yeah i would definitely say it was the worst exam season yet i don't think i listened to anyone when they told me that second year was the toughest gonna be harder i just think being in a business program where i took most of like the prerequisite or required courses in high school a lot of like the first half of each course um or sometimes even with one course, the whole course was basically um, high school content. So being tested on it was obvious. Like it's a little bit of a deeper level of um, knowledge or higher level of thinking, but having already a year of practice on it or a semester of practice on it, whatever, um, you obviously can excel in it a lot better and learning, say, a different, I'm in a business program. So learning a different type of accounting um, or learning stats, um, rather than data management, it's different and getting tested on it in like a multiple choice format is obviously different than high school and while learning a new topic, I would say is, yeah, more challenging. So do you say that was like your biggest jump from first to second? Yeah, I would say it was, I mean, you know, like what, I don't know. It's just like when you get a new teacher, you got to figure out how they're going to like format the test. That's basically like the biggest um, like test in high school. Um, but once you get to university, it's like how they're going to format everything and having 40% midterm and 60% exam is obviously very different than um, even first year. Um, so I would just say like the pressure and the waiting and just like the higher level of thinking um, in the testing. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry, we just needed a little, like, stretch. Okay, we're back. Um, so, non-school, like, class-related then, what would you say the, the jump was from living on res to now being in a house, living with just a few people, seeing them every day, maybe? Or maybe not, if they're always in their room. How how was that switch? I For myself, I lived in first year on res um, in an off-campus residence with four other girls in an apartment style. Um, I did have a meal plan, but I also did make some of my own food. So the only really change was one being, um, I do have a house actually closer to campus now, which is more convenient. And I cook most of my own food rather than getting it from um, the dining hall. Um, So I would say the only really change is like planning out when I'm gonna eat my food and like grocery shopping. Um, I live with the same amount of people and we share the same amount of kitchens and bathrooms um i'm usually well me and my one other roommate um page um are both really big neat freaks so we like to do a lot of the cleaning um and it doesn't really bother us just because we kind of like like doing it and we do it together like we take our study breaks to clean which i mean i guess (laughs) i know if you saw what my room looked like right now clarissa would never think so but i don't page things so so um 
Yeah, I mean the messiest my week, my my week, my um room has been was probably during exams, and then at the end of my last exam, I told my dad to pick me up like four hours later so I could go hammer cleaning. Yeah, like do my laundry, change my sheets, do my bed, like dust, wipe down every like surface, like vacuum, mop the floors, like. Yeah, I did like I, I did everything. I've done that when I went back because it's for three weeks. It's the only be thing I will I'll need to do is dust when I go back. But <laughs> the, when, I, when you vacuum, I want to dust and then vacuum because it all gets on the floor, right? Well, mom taught you well. <laughs> I like about these things, you know, <laughs> dust then vacuum. Yeah. Um. So, how many girls do you live with? I live with four other girls, so five including myself. And it was the same when you're in in your uh, apart not apartment. Um res off campus yeah and i would say like and two bathrooms three bathrooms when you're last year oh yeah there was three bathrooms um and this time there's two one on the bottom level but like that's where the kitchen was so you walk into the house there's three bedrooms on the main level with one bathroom um upstairs there's two bedrooms no bathroom and then bottom level there's another bathroom um and a kitchen and a living room um most of us use the bathroom on the main floor just because the girls upstairs obviously aren't going to go all the way downstairs um, unless someone's obviously using it. Um, and it's kind of nice for when we have people over and if we're not all down there, they can kind of just like use the space down there, the bathroom and what have you. Yeah, it's yep. a good setup for sure. No, yeah, no, can't complain. Good landlords. It's all great. They, <laughs> they liked how much they decorated their place. That yeah. they want to like take like the landlord wants to take photos of the yeah we the, actually the way they staged it themselves we did end up taking photos it was actually another study break of mine pages <laughs> we um like we decided to we we were gonna ask for something our um fridge it doesn't have um what's the thing called um like railing shelf railings so our both of our fridges have doors that we basically can't use because every time we open the fridge everything falls out so that's frustrating um and it was fine for like it's fine for like heavier milk cartons but anything plastic will like the plastic will rip open everything anything glass you obviously can't put in there so we were asking for that and then we're like wait we haven't sent them the pictures yet so we're like okay let's clean and take the pictures and then we will send them or ask for the shelf railings update we still have not got the shelf railings but um, how long when do you ask since when do you ask um maybe a month ago um they said they were gonna call i just we didn't really like hear back based on that i'm sure they got busy yeah exactly. do they have other properties yeah they have um a couple other houses and then i don't know if they own a whole building of apartments or just units within the apartments but um so it's yeah, a full-time no. thing they just like do all this um, property management sipping break <laughs> well there's our like main landlord when we like met her she's um a grandmother like um, a grandmother age i would like she's not your grandmother is what i'm trying to say no but i would guess that like she had kids early and her kids had kids early kind of thing like i think she's probably mid-60s um and then her so we normally converse with her and she has a daughter but we normally um deal with her daughter-in-law and then her husband. Um, they're like a, one big Greek family, but um, That's cute. the daughter-in-law, I think, speaks the best English. And is she the one that I saw when I came over? She yeah. was like fixing the laundry yeah. machine. She's like a she's cute, like, like well-dressed. Yeah. Like, uh, she has like two kids, I think. Like, wow. Yeah, she she looks young. She looks good. Um, but yeah, no. Got blessed with a good landlord, which is hard to find considering all like the horror stories like I hear even from my friends. Um Two of them actually had the same landlord at different properties and they both decided to move because yeah just like move like for next year mm-hmm. 
Wow. Are like would you say most of your friends are staying in the same house or are most people moving? Um or it's got too early. To I decide. say out of girls, three out of three, two are moving in, one are staying, but two of them have the same landlord. Um Guys, I got guys are easier to actually know a couple girl other girls I know. A lot of people like one girl was dropping out and then she needed just like they needed a smaller place and okay. people had different needs like parking spots or whatever. So it's basically just based on like more than just like the current people's needs. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um yeah, it's just it depends on everyone's situation. People don't leave unless they have like an extenuating circumstance where they have to um whereas like someone's dropping or someone's going on co-op and they're just gonna sublet or whatever um but yeah lucky for us no one's doing co-op in our house so no one not one person um nope well it's only really popular for i mean you can do it in the arts program but it's not um as as common and like that's hard to get into it's um i feel like almost harder to get a job unless you really know what you want to do um example like your internships kind of thing um and Paige and I are the only ones in business and we both did not choose to do co-op so true um so how has your break been now that you've been home because you were telling me that you're getting like four or five hours of sleep having like two freaking coffees a day probably three (laughs) holy three on average yeah probably for two weeks for two weeks straight um yeah so I, like there were, if it was an exam at like 12 p.m. I say I would have two coffees before 12. I would get up at six to start studying for it. How would you like be like I feel like I would have the jitters two coffees. Well when you're on like within, a certain level of exhaustion you just. I guess fair enough. I, I honestly because my program is so much different but I I have heard of programs where um, for example uh, so Elisa Macri she was. A previous guest on a girl of gen z she said that when she was in the radio program they would throw like real life like practicals at them they'd be like okay you're gonna be on the night show for tonight's radio show so they'd have to stay at fanshawe college all night and then at like 6 a.m the morning person or 5 a.m the morning person would come in and then you'd go home and sleep and they did that i think two times which isn't a lot but like it definitely messes up your sleep schedules but like yeah, they really want to like be realistic like in the real world you will be asked to go on rota- rotation like our uncle for example had to go on rotation for a while in his industry and he's like when you hear those words you run because it's it's not like you're always going to work nights it rotates so he's working nights and then days and then nights and then yeah, days. which is even worse because you can't get into a, a sleeping schedule. pattern yeah. yeah um yeah i don't know i um so once you came home the first thing you did is sleep um i wouldn't even say i really slept like the first time i came home i had like an errand to run the next um morning quite early it had to be done quite early um and then just coming home and not having a car at school there was just things i wanted to get done kind of like right away or i needed to in like the next couple days and once i was already up and I had already been in the routine of getting up early and being productive, so I just had one day of kind of still being productive, and then the next day I probably slept until, like, 1 p.m. Um, yeah. And I also... It's very different in um, my room here, whereas, like, I have... It's, like, I, I can't even describe what kind of blinds there are, but there are, like, a next level of blackout blinds. Like, you are in here? pitch black, yes. Like, there can be sh- sun shining 
throughout the sky so bright the brightest day of the year and you don't have any sun in your room just because of how our blinds are and at school my buds are pretty good like they're um probably like the best version of the ikea blackout blinds but um they just say when anyone comes over to sleep over they get up yeah and then they'll like go back to sleep because they still think it's nighttime because yeah there's no light shining through and they're used to seeing something peek in from their own house and then they'll get up at noon and be like holy crap what do you mean it's noon like i thought it was still freaking nighttime but mm-hmm. like our bodies are so immune to it and like our brothers and obviously our parents because we, we lived in this house for what like freaking 14 years or something like a long yeah we never really appreciated like the we really didn't because like when you hear other people complain about it like when my boyfriend had recent like not recently a couple years ago complained about his blinds not being blackout enough i just thought it was the norm like you know what i mean for people to have like shutters that block out light like is that not what it's supposed to be for like when people had sheer curtains over their bedroom window i I was like what's the point of that like yeah i get it's decor but like underneath you don't have something that blacks it out like at school i didn't have that so my dad cut me a piece of cardboard to perfectly fit my window yeah i tried that it just it it was never really the same i think my blinds do um a pretty good job my shout out to my dad for putting them up they do a pretty good job the only issue is the one in um in the corner it was hard to like drill it into the wall um and since it is a corner it kind of like kind of reflects off the corner and it faces my bed um but there wasn't really a better place to put my bed, I think, with my awkward space provided. I kind of, it's a house that was renovated, like, probably 20 years ago into two units, so it has a lot of awkward nooks, and the guys that lived there previously, every, <coughs> excuse me, um, nook, <laughs> what? No, no, you're just funny. <laughs> um, every nook pretty much perfectly fit a single bed, so every guy in the house had a single bed, but coming from home and having a queen size bed or double bed whatever you have like you're usually like once you get to like 13 14 you get upgraded right from your like childhood single bed so i and having a first um first year single res bed um with a mattress topper there was just no way i was um giving up my luxury of a queen bed again so um i had to find out a way to make the awkward space work we went back twice to take measurings because yeah, one of the our um, roommate's dads just said that that, that doesn't make sense. You got to go back. So we went back and um, we like measured. You went back to your house to remeasure? Mm-hmm, last year. Um, because the first time the landlord did it, not, we just we didn't know how properly he did it. Cause I, well, yeah, it's always better to double check. Mm-hmm, because wants just to doing it on up. an angle or um, stuff like that. Like our dad <laughs> would go the extra mile to make sure it's like the perfect measuring. Mm-hmm. So... I definitely see how how someone you don't know and trusting their measurements would make you a little uneasy and wanting to double yeah. check that. Um, yeah, especially just like planning all the furniture before we even got the keys to the house. It was just kind of nice to kind of envision things and just like get an idea. Like as girls, it was like fun to decorate and um, make things match and such. And all of our rooms honestly kind of look the same. They're all pretty much... They literally do like when White. my best friend and i walked in we were like these are just duplicates of each other but just like slightly yeah different. Like we a all pop have a poster or a quote on the wall like yeah so there's some little touch that's you can tell it's theirs but everyone's decor is white yeah no one white ikea like, furniture is where it's at um white mirrors easy white to build bedding, white um pillows yeah two of us have the same bedding um who me and kylie three of us all have like or four of us oh no we all have a mom dresser 
just in different colors. Yeah. Yeah. Just different like um, heights and stuff. Um, I think we all have a big mirror in our room. From Um, Ikea? Everyone's is kind of different. Mine's from Ikea, but I don't know about everyone else's. Um, Yeah. It's just like a fun little project, especially because, I don't know, some like... You have some rough days at school, whereas, like, at home, like, yeah, you work on stuff during the summer and stuff, but it's, like, it's more of a homey feel, whereas there, you come home and you might not be on the best terms with your friends or your roommates and you don't always want to be there, so decorating a room to make it feel more cozy and, like, enjoy being there. Fully yours. Yeah, is, like, definitely something I prioritized and you didn't really see it as something, like to do but um i got I got I to did. an extent though because like i was a sa- i was the same way in a sense with my room once i moved from like res did the whole dropout thing and i moved into an apartment the next year so there's aspects i just took from my old res room being that yeah. teal the blue but then i just took that like light beige furniture yeah. that you already had from your like child set of furniture yeah incorporate that instead of <laughs> buying all new yeah but exactly. I, I, I still yeah exactly that is true but i also think that with this furniture i have now if i were to move out eventually i would um probably use this furniture or if we didn't have the space to put it um somewhere i would just sell it and then or sell the old it. stuff and bring that stuff in yeah well this the stuff in this room here i'm always gonna i mean unless our parents move i'm always gonna want that to stay there yeah i'm not just gonna have an empty room no, but I mean, like, when you move back after school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, like, you might want to sell that and keep the the white stuff. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we get into, like, really intense conversations about, like... We won't go there. <laughs> um, so, being halfway through your second year, like, what are your thoughts going... Like, you're going to be in third year next year. Which is crazy now that I'm saying that out loud because to me it was just yesterday that you were picking what school you were going to and got your keychain and matching sweaters. And I know. Like, um, it's funny because like the school I'm at now was not my first choice. And even when I did get in, um, it being one of the better schools out of the choices I had, um, I still didn't want to go there. Um, but then as soon as I took a tour, like my dad was convinced that I should go there. My brother was convinced I should go there. Also coming from a business degree at Guelph, um, which is a separate school. Yeah. So I go to Laurier. Um, I was not convinced on Laurier. I didn't see, I didn't really hear that many great things about it. I saw a lot of people were dropping out of it, including Clarissa's boyfriend. So I just, I didn't see. You were like nervous of that. Yeah. What my brother and my dad thought was so great about it. Um, but then again, it's, it's different for every person. Some people like don't get a good feeling on a tour and, but they do like the school. But I like, I very much um, went based off like the vibe I got on the tour. The guy running the tour was like a really enthusiastic, like outgoing guy. Um, he was in business, so it was really easier, easy, uh, easier <laughs> to cater towards, um, his experience and, um, like how he applied to co-op and how, if he was doing, um, a semester abroad and how every time, every 10 people that walked by him, he happened to know. And it was just like, that. that's the kind of experience I want. I don't want an experience where I don't know anybody and I don't it's feel welcome here. Um, yeah. So just like even the business building, it's obviously beautiful. It was like just renovated under probably like five years ago or something. Um, 
now like stepping into there I was like wow like this place is beautiful and now I'm just like I go, I'm there every day like I it's nothing to me but um at the time it was like you're falling in love phase yeah no um and then with Erica being the decision maker she is she said that she, if she went on more tours she would be the type where she would not be able to decide yeah so she was like um, <laughs> I just gotta yeah, stick to I'm what I've seen I'm definitely an indecisive like. person so this um, is the girl who when we were little when we go shopping with our Nona yeah our Nona she would ask at every store, what's the return policy? Like, at the freaking checkout. And I was like, can you yeah. not commit to one thing? But she was like, she just always wanted the safety net of, like, being able yeah. to return it. You can't return the school acceptance. Yeah, no, I knew I couldn't do that. Um, but I only had a few. It was good with this because, obviously, it's a big decision. But um, I my choices were really McMaster, um, which... Didn't seem like a bad option, but both my grandparents live in that area, so um, I kind of just associated the idea with, like, my grandparents. And so you, you felt like no. you, were st- you were still a little bit of home, in a sense, but you yeah, wanted to break free it, Like, from it that. wasn't, like... You just wanted your own town. Not, not far enough, but it just... Yeah, it, it didn't seem like the place for me, and then I was really stuck on Guelph because that's where my brother went, and he just had a great experience there, but... Um, there was nothing re- that really like stood out to me about it. And then once I did the tour, I was just at Laurier. I was like set on it. Um, yeah. Even though I didn't go to Laurier, I had that same feeling you did like community, um, close knit. Yeah. Me and my friend were actually talking about this is, I don't, I don't think you're going to understand this sort of like interpretation of it, but we basically described Laurier as, or like just going to school at Laurier, like camp. So we're saying we said um, like classes is like the like activities that your parents sign you up for that like you don't want to go do but you have to, um, and then like the bar is like where you see, it's like recess it's like your free time like where you like see everyone. <laughs> when did you come up with this when you were drinking or not drinking? No, we were sober. Um, <laughs> and then like the gym is just like oh like another place like you see people it's like lunchtime kind of thing like it was just like because I had this like whole idea in my head that I was like it's like camp but I didn't think like anyone else thought like this and then I was talking about it with my friend and she just totally agreed with me and, it and was, was she also a camp hilarious. counselor <laughs> no she wasn't actually but um okay i'm thinking of the wrong friend then um because i was like that would be so funny if i was thinking who i thought you were thinking no of, no, no um but um yeah it's it's, it's mainly <laughs> because Lori is just such a small school and um i mean there still is thousands of people that go there but um everyone in your program you basically know by name or by face maybe even a little bit kind of thing um right and when you see like you know groups of friends kind of things and seeing them out at the bars and stuff like that um you just get really friendly with everyone and you like i feel like it's easier to know a lot more people so i know i keep asking like lots of questions about school but has this helped you at all narrow down what you do and don't like erica don't you (laughs) She's literally chewing ice on the podcast. Who does that? They got in my mouth. I wasn't going to spit them back out. (laughs) Um, Uh, Help me narrow down. Narrow down, like, what path you you know you don't want to take and you do want to take? Um, Or do you think you haven't experienced enough yet to really narrow that down? So how it works with Laurier, um, from my understanding, is that you have to choose a major in fourth year unless you want a major in... I know for sure accounting may be finance as well, but I know for sure accounting based on the number of courses you need to take. Um, so in third year, if you want to major in accounting, you have to choose by then. Um, otherwise, if you want to do it in fourth, like you you won't have enough courses to major in it kind of thing. Um, so basically by fourth year, I need to choose. Um, so based on what you've taken so far, thus far. 
I think I would need to wait until the end of second year to, to like make a decision. Make a Fair decision. Enough. Um, because the things I thought I liked coming from high school in first year maybe aren't the things that getting ha- like like harder would be the things I could succeed at. Um, yeah, and I just I don't know if I've experienced a broad enough range of courses yet. Um, to make that kind of decision. Like, even just electives based on my program. Like, there's obviously the required courses and then the electives. And I think I just need to take a couple more electives to... Are you taking any fun electives? Like, Christina took Italian, I think it was. And, like, there was a Game of Thrones course back when I applied. And I was like, this is dope. Yeah, there's, like, a Pirates um, class, too. I forget what it's called. Um, Could you imagine? Pirates of the Caribbean. But people just think those are going to be fun, easy courses. And then they're not. Well, no, there's still work to do. But at least it's engaging, don't you think? Like, if it's, if it's something of your interest. Yeah, like, I just, like, I'm interested in working out, but I don't think I would be interested in learning the anatomy of the human body when you do these exercises. I think, it like, having, like, an interest in a hobby is very different than something you want. To, to make like, it feel like school. Yeah. Um, That's true. You um, always did say that when you were young. You're like, I love working out. But I can't really see myself being, like, a personal trainer. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, like, something I've, like, even realized recently is I think, like, being a teacher is, like, very rewarding. Like, especially in my, I think, last summer of lifeguarding and being an instructor. When you teach, yeah, when you teach someone something and they finally get it is, like, it is the most reward, like, one of the most rewarding feelings to me. Like, it just, it feels like I succeeded at what I was supposed to do. But I don't know how I won't could incorporate that into something that i'm like currently working towards right because you don't want to be a teacher no i don't want to but you like the mentoring aspect i think i like the mentoring aspect but i also i i want to be really experienced in something before i mentor it like i don't want to want to know what you're talking about i want to know what i'm talking about and i also want to be able to answer all the questions like uh it's different like it's one thing having a teacher who can teach everything but when they can answer all your questions even the challenging ones like that makes a good teacher and i think like that's something i would like want to be able to do like i think i would want to like stick to something first and then maybe like teach it later on like and maybe that wouldn't work out just like with how Nora your other guest on the po- podcast um our hairdresser was saying how she was really interested in like teaching hair um to people and stuff like an that educator. and then, yeah an educator um and then as soon as she started doing it she said this isn't um for me it's yeah. not what I thought it was going to be um and I'm going to go back to doing hair because yeah. that's what I like better kind of thing so um, once you kind of like get to play with your options I feel like you're able to narrow down long term kind of what best suits you. Yeah. So I think it is. Yeah. Like about trial. Do you need more wine? Is that (laughs) hold the mic? Just let me hold it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll let you hold it. Okay. Double fisting with the mic. Do you want some more wine? Um, I would love some more wine. What do you think of this one? So our brother um, at uh, one of our family functions was this week, he said he had this app that you'd scan the label of the bottle and it would describe the notes 
I don't know if they're called the same thing in wine, but in candles, they're called notes. Like what are the, the scents within? Um, so these would be like the flavors that, you know, oh my God. your taste buds just like smack it would taste. So, you know, is it more citrusy? Is it more, um, I don't know, like bitter? Like what, what are, <laughs> what are like the, the, the details <laughs> of the wine? And so it says the percentage on the bottle um, so this was actually 13%. Wow, you picked kind of a high one. You should do the app. Yeah, let's do it. Well, you picked a high one. You got it. No, you picked. Okay, so <laughs> I picked out a few. Okay. And then Erica picked from my shelf of wines in our basement. Um, let's let's do this app. So the app is called... Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're using a box right now as That's our, our stand for our wine. Um, so the app is called Vivino. Um, and I, it's free to download. I, I believe for like Androids too. So you take a picture, which I'm doing now. So this one's called River River Lore, and it's a Sauvignon. No, at the front. Oh. No, I always thought it was the barcode, but this one's the actual front label. Okay, and then you click Sounds use. Fine. Yeah. Thank you. And it says uploading. It's still uploading. What I can say cropped part of it out. Matching speed seems to be a little low. Got better things to do. We'll keep working in the meantime. Um. Anyway, That's yeah. Cute. And it says some like reviews of some of the people who drank the bottle, um, and they like leave reviews, so you can kind of get a feel. And I, I think I don't know if they put their details like if they're like a mid-aged woman or like a young person, like what their feel is on the wine. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, so we did we scanned a couple bottles at our first family function, and um, we didn't do it today, but um. This one's pretty good. It's 13%. And it's from... Uh, this is from New Zealand? Where's Mar no, Marlboro? What's, where is that? Mm. <laughs> two geographically challenged girls <laughs> at it again. <laughs> Don't go to school for geography. <clears throat> wow, this Yeah, so you know how you used to think Saskatchewan was in Europe? So Thanks some, for telling my viewers. So someone um, I was talking to at school while we were studying, you know, you get off topic really easily. They thought, um, what was it? Um, was it a province? They thought Calgary was pronounced Calgary. They were convinced, like we could not tell them otherwise. Did you like to, like look it up and click define? Yeah, Calgary? and we asked how like Calgarians like say pronounce it or whatever. Um, and he just said like, how do you pronounce G A R Y? And we said, well, Gary. And he was like, well, no, that you pronounce it Calgary. This is a guy. Yeah, this is a guy. He was. I don't know. If is he the, in a business too? Yeah, I don't know if just like the studying was getting to him or what, but it was just. I th I thought it was hilarious. So I'm assuming he got that from like hung hung no because hungry you don't pronounce Hungary, hungry. Yeah. Where did uh, he Where did he think? I don't know. I just I thought it was quite interesting. Well, the bottle of wine has finally come up. Um, it is from New Zealand. I was right, and it is in the middle between a light and a bold, and it's more dry, which I do feel that because it's more like a higher percentage of alcohol when it's a lower percentage it's more of a juice flavor like it's a lot sweeter um softer acidic it's more on the acidic acidic side i definitely feel that too i would agree with all that mm -hmm. um grapefruit citrus lemon tropical passion fruit guava peach green apple i would say i would definitely say some apple yeah maybe 
yeah, definitely green apple. I didn't really think about green apple being in wine. Um, and maybe like something tropical, like maybe not peach for sure, but not grapefruit. If there's grapefruit, I would not drink this. I yeah. do not like grapefruit. People who just have that as like a snack. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, someone put very nice Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro. Refreshing, fruity, citrus, passion fruit, pear. Very Marlboro. Yeah, like pear or apple. And um, style and never get got wrong. 3.7 intense note of grapefruit, citrus, and silene. Prickly? Slightly. Saline. What? Effersant? Bright acid, light body. Very classic. These are real wine talkers. Yeah, wine connoisseurs on this platform here. It's top 12% in the world in the wine ranking. And top seventeen percent in marble. That's it was one of their like front displays for like the New Zealand section. So I was like, okay, let's try this out. When we thought the New Zealand ones tend to I be just, good. Well, we went recently. Well, not that recent, but uh, back in June we went to a restaurant and for my graduation dinner, and we uh, my dad ordered I think a bottle of red for like the other adults, and then my boyfriend, my sister, and I had. <laughs> white i don't know did aj no i don't think aj and his girlfriend had any aj is our brother and um they they were like oh we're out of this sauvignon blanc can we give you this one i was like yeah whatever and it's from new zealand and i had called back like a few months ago being like i don't remember the bottle name i wish i took a picture can you please tell me what it is like oh yeah the girl knew off the top of her head i was really glad i was the bartender (laughs) yeah she's like oh it was um uh brand Oh wow, Brandcroft. Hey, you never know. Band the sixteen-year-olds can be really eager to become that's a server. That's true. That's true. They can sorry. know the menu. You're right. You're right. But the, she sounded like older, more like mature. Mm-hmm. Um. So then I found it at our liquor store, and I bought it. And then I got my girls that I work with at my restaurant hooked on it too. And now everyone has bought that bottle. <laughs> Is that the so, white bear uh, one? No. Well, that one they liked too, but they liked the Bancroft one. Yeah. So you only know when you like get to experiment with different wines. Like Wine Wednesday was a huge thing when I was at school. Um, and like between my friend groups, I guess. And uh, you just had opportunity to try different kinds. I mean, I feel like everyone would go for Pinot Grigio because that's all anyone knew. It's like, oh, what wine do you like? Pinot Grigio. But like they don't really know that's all they've ever had. So they're just going to yeah. go with their safe choice. I was like, why? So then I started to branch out. And then uh, really the table didn't care that much. And we started getting other ones. Yeah. It's true. Um, summer plans. I know it's a while away and we're just getting through Christmas. Um, I gotta say I haven't thought about it yet. Really far in advance. Yeah. So like, last... Other than trip-wise, um, my friends and I want to do like a um, trip at the end of like after all our exams are done. Um, second year or third year? Or? After we're done second year. Um my roommate Paige, which I've mentioned a couple times. <laughs> um, and Paige, then I think she's obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then a few of um, her friends that are like really my friends now too. Um, That's nice when two worlds get to collide. Yeah, she's always said that. Like from the first time we all met. If only um, if it was that easy with every friend group. Exactly. Like it's just, it's so nice. It's so ideal. Um, and yeah, it's like, it's literally just like a breath. It's just like a weight on your shoulders, like gone kind of thing. Like when your friends or like your boyfriend's going to meet somewhere or like whatever, it's like, you're kind of like worried if they're going to click or not. And then once they do, it's just like a weight off your shoulders. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to like always be there. So like, so they don't feel awkward or whatever. Um, so yeah, the, basically the story was we, I met my friend Paige in first year and my other friend Grace and we while studying for exams um in december we all planned a trip so last year at this time basically to um 
um, Montreal. Montreal for New Year's Eve. And you guys drove. Yeah, we did. Um, and our friend Paige said, oh my God, I think my other two friends would be a great addition to this trip. So we invited them and like I best trip of my life. I haven't been on very many, but um, I think when you get older and try like incorporate friends along on your trips, I think it just um, is a great time. It sounded very fun. Like um, honest to goodness truth, like when she was retelling me everything she lived and showed me pictures and videos that went along with the story. Yeah. For me to be able to see it more vividly, like it sounded like a good trip for sure. Yeah. So it sounded like uh, it could have been anywhere in the world and that just sounded like Yeah. So it was just it was, it was a group that definitely clicked well. Um I wouldn't say the planning um was amazing, but um You live you learn. Man. I think we could have done anything and just had fun together. Um it was definitely a good time. Um but um after that we um all kind of like started hanging out here and there um and i think we all just get along really well and um i think them and along with um some of um their outside friends want to join along the trip and i just think it would be a good time so after everyone's setting exams i think we're planning to like do something um with that's not really set in stones nothing's really been planned but i hope that happens kind of thing um and then yeah work wise i'm honestly not really sure yet Fair enough. Um, I was going to say something else. Wine break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Any other topics you got to pull up? I feel like we covered them all. Like, Because you were pretty quick with like That's your thoughts. Them. I'm like to the point. <laughs> Okay, I guess because we're filming this holidays, we can kind of end off on this topic unless something comes to your mind. Um, All the lead up for one singular day. What do you think? This day? Christmas day. Like, as in? Like, decorations, Christmas lights being put up, expensive presents, like, and then everyone waits for it. It happens. It goes out like a blink of an eye, and then everyone goes and returns to their normal lives. Um... I think it's nice because it's a bigger lead up, obviously, than like Easter or Thanksgiving and you're home for a longer period of time and everyone keeps their Christmas lights up and Christmas trees up for like usually basically the whole break until after New Year's over. Um, And some cultures do it even longer than that. Um, So we celebrate Christmas specifically. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so I would say I like the lead up because it's it is something to look forward to. It obviously is something involving a student. gifts, yeah, and presents and having like a break from school or even for um people who work full time. I know you don't really get that sort of break in like your kind Not of job, industry, but yeah. um I know our brother and his girlfriend do. Um they get like a few days off or like take extra vacation days during the holidays. Um, and I think as you get older too and living away from home or even not living away from home and not spending as much time with your family, it is kind of nice to come back and reconnect and just like have that time where you can put away your phone and watch a movie or sit and drink wine at like the dinner table after your meal is done. Um, and it is a completely different experience, I think, like as you grow up, um, whereas as like a child or even a teenager um i mean i am still a teenager but not next year Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i am the youngest one so i think i've had to like mature the quickest kind of thing uh, although aj doesn't like to think so um (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah um no i think so you enjoy the lead up no yeah i think like the lead up is nice like i i don't like to sit at school and 
Um, I know some, some people just like to complain a lot and like I mean obviously everyone complains to an extent about exams and stuff like that but it's I try so to easy to complain and be negative. yeah but no I try to enjoy, enjoy my time there enjoy my time with my friends because I know in a couple weeks we won't be together for another few weeks and then we'll come back and it'll be exciting and fun again so I think just enjoying your time while you're where you are like at school at home working whatever um enjoy wherever you are and then come back enjoy that and then bittersweet but it's over when it's over and then <laughs> that's it yeah. and you've had i would say a pretty good break so far you've had a mix between relaxation catching up with home friends working a little bit to make some extra cash during the holidays because mm-hmm. it can be quite an expensive time um, um yeah. especially with social media nowadays i find and everyone posting like look what my boyfriend got me got me a gucci bag and it's like holy crap that's it's like, like i want rent. a gucci bag yeah, yeah. so um, more expensive than my rent <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> Well, Waterloo, and uh, you know, eat, yeah, eat too much. <laughs> I feel like as a kid, it's very like we're going to Nona's and Nona's house, and there's presents and there's money, and and um, we visited more family friends back then, so it was even more like Christmas days we'd kind of like have. Yeah, um, but as yeah, as you get older, and your grandparents and- get older, and like we have a smaller, more like um, immediate family where our only really um, extensive relatives are our um mom's brother and then our grandparents so um and his fiance yeah so as we start to get older you just again like appreciate your time with them um yeah it's nice that i can bring my significant other now to it as well to be able to have him experience what our family is like mm-hmm. and then being able to experience his side like the way we do christmas and like our traditions is like my brother put it in such a good way like a couple of years ago he was like we literally show up don't have to bring any food don't have to clean up a single dish and we get to leave that's literally it and like my boyfriend's family for example it's a potluck so they each bring a dish a lot of people like, do that yeah and they which is like fair it's a lot they do saying his girlfriend does the same yeah to like for one person to host and then clean it all up and like elderly yeah. people i think about that all the time like they have to prep everything and clean it all up yeah, even at the salon, I was hearing about people um, like renting plates and cutlery so they don't have to wash the dishes after dinner and they can spend time with the family like everyone else. And AJ was like, oh, well, you just get paper plates and paper cutlery. But sometime at a time like Christmas, it's not the same because you want to be formal and dress up. And like some do, having, some don't. Having plastic cutlery is for some people not the same. True. And I feel like with veganism and everyone being like oh eco-friendly and the straws and that yeah, whole plastic thing plastic is no, no big one wants, no no not no one but there's a lot of people that are gonna go for being eco-friendly but then there's gonna be the people that are like well this is practical for me to bring paper plates so i can throw them out and enjoy some people don't time. have the extra money to spend on renting the dishes yeah very true very but some true. people do and they would rather spend their um money on again being eco-friendly and um yeah, positively affecting the environment exactly um wow it's just like these little wine burps just keep coming up. <laughs> um well do you have anything else to add any other topics you want to like touch on hmm um your five-year plan oh wow i was like not right for that let me take a sip of wine <laughs> gotta think about it um i'm assuming you mean career-wise career-wise family-wise like life-wise so that means because i'm 21 now 26 but like year by year so like within the next year what do you want to do within the like 
next like two years what do you want to do that's really specific okay let's go okay you don't have to be that specific <laughs> be like open to your own interpretation what okay, okay. you kind of so want to be able to do five years from now i want to be in a house like my own house whether that's with a significant other um and you don't care location wise like what I, it just needs to be appropriate to what i'm doing like i don't want to just get a house to get a house um like obviously i want a house but for it to and a house not an apartment not a condo or your open to options i'm open to the condo option but i don't want to do an apartment just my personal opinion is it's throwing money down the drain unless you're away at school where it only really makes sense to rent because you're only there for a short period of time so you want to buy out a house and be living in it um depending on your career like living wise kind of who and where i I don't think it matters if whether i'm a bartender or whether i'm in a nine to five i want to be in a house or a condo um i want that to obviously be in some relation of where i live like i wouldn't buy a place and freaking water down and then go to work in toronto like i just don't think yeah exactly um but say you'd rather just stay here at that point yeah exactly like if i was succeeding in what i'm doing now with content creation um i yeah i could see myself being a little bit more open to where i'm gonna live because it doesn't matter i can content create wherever but i do find that you can be a little more explorative and adventurous when you're in a bigger city like Toronto because there's more to do like there's the like eating in the pitch black restaurants there's like <laughs> there's just so many more things to do in Toronto as opposed to a, a city where it's not yeah, it's, everything's populated. condensed so like everything you want to experience here within five kilometers is all within half a kilometer there like it's right. just populations higher there's more things to a closer distance within you like it's that's just how it is right um work-wise i think i kind of already answered that but like i would love to still being doing some form of content creation even if i was working for some type of company and i was still able to be creative in my own way i think i would still very much enjoy that i think i've just started to fall in love with the idea of my free time that I do have. So working three or four days a week and then having the other three to be able to completely wake up and go do things when I want, film when I want, edit when I want, go to the gym when I want is so much nicer than to be in that stuck of a structured nine to five window, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with, but I would really like if I didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, having been someone who's done the commuting, you've lived in downtown London, commuted to school 30 plus minutes, mm. and then you've also had the living at home, having a car available to you and being able to do your own drive, go to find a gym that you like, no matter where it is, because you can drive to it. Work doesn't matter because you can drive to it. Um, would you rather live downtown and live on that commuter lifestyle or would you rather live um, in a smaller city? like Mississauga and have your own car available to you as say like our brother does um and get like that kind of freedom but live at home or live in my own house um well if your five-year plan is to live in your own house then live in a house that's tough well because I know for like a lot of people um they're two major expenses so some people choose one or the other or some people choose to live like at home and have none or again like just have the car at home or um what because I I know as like someone like myself um even so little as taking the bus in Waterloo it just 
not sounding like a stuck up brat like uh, it's just it's something i don't enjoy doing like i enjoy a drive to work like i enjoy like a car ride listening to music like that is some like a part of my day i like can look forward to see that's so different from me to you because it's not it's not that i'm in love with public transportation but maybe it's because i drive stick i don't know but i'm not like i don't love and get excited to get in the car and drive so if honestly now that you've put in that perspective i could see myself on public transportation like listening to a podcast as opposed to having to drive myself somewhere and listen Hmm. to a podcast do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So me, oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, because like I want to say live that's something in Toronto. I, I didn't really like and commute. Uh, notice until I noticed myself avoiding doing things that involved public transportation. See, yeah, but it's because I could. You don't mind that yeah, aspect was, of life. I was like, okay, it's a twenty-minute bus ride to the mall. Like Masonville was the closest mall. I was like, yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> like it's in rush hour. That's fine. I'll just listen to two podcasts today instead of one. Like I almost thought it was like a reward sometimes if I didn't have a lot of homework. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's and a maybe it's one. just because I haven't been forced to do it enough. Like I don't know, but that's just like even something as little going as little as going to the gym. I know you said um, you like your my, time to pre like with your pre-workout yeah drink my pre-workout listen to my like gym pump up tunes like my walk to the gym at school is probably four minutes um so you i could chug a pre-workout in that time and i can probably like focus on the street lights for two out of four of that minute four of those minutes so um it's not really the same experience for me even if my walk was 10 or 15 minutes so um yeah it just it really made me realize that like part of the experience of going to the gym for me was like i loved like driving there and even like yeah. after like those endorphins are flowing like just listening to that music like again i don't, I, I don't know what it is yeah true um marriage wise definitely like later 20s and kids definitely not till like later 20s i'm even thinking like and why is that early 30s just because i want to be able to like build my career and i want to have the 20s to be able to do so and i want to do a little bit more travel you just don't want like the time off getting in the way correct um i feel like you just have more freedom when you don't have those responsibilities right so fair enough being able to experience that and saying okay that chapter of my life is done like this is the next step like i'm you know like i'm such a planner more structured that way so if you asked me this a few years ago, I would be like, no, I want kids by like 24, 25, like want to get married. Like I want it, like I want to so, be young. But now looking at like how my brain thinks of how my plans will be long-term career wise, I think I'll need most of my twenties to do so hmm. to build. So that. even considering all like the fertility issues people have now have nowadays and like the IVF people go through, I think that's, that's called IVF. I thought it was IBF. Either way, I hope you know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, all the stuff people go through and unfortunately miscarriages and all those things that it doesn't actually happen as planned. If you want to have kids by low, early 30s, like that trauma of even having a miscarriage and stuff could maybe not end end up in you having trying until your mid 30s. And then maybe at that point you can only have one kid. So does that thinking about does that affect? So I feel like that's where I'll sneak in the like late 20s. (laughs) So like... 27 ish it's just like oh if it happens whoops like we didn't mean to <laughs> well no no i like i'm i'm definitely a planner that way and i i I, w- I think i would try to be safe and do start at that time but and like have it go into my 30s but yeah i would i definitely get a little nervous hitting mid 30s yeah and having fertility issues like if it was my first you know what i mean yeah well, i just i know those things could take up to like 
Yeah, you're right. Sometimes. I never really thought about it that way. Like, if there is complications, it may not go according to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, did I cover all bases? Like, marriage, kids, yeah. house. I think the five-year plan is good enough. I don't really think you have to go over each year. Are you oh. ready to say yours or no? Because you're like, I'm literally just going to be out of school. Five years. Well, if I'm 19 now, that's 24. So I'll be a couple years out of school. Yeah, You'll I can't. age's I just, age. You'll literally be age's age. I, so think about his position right now. I honestly, like, I picture something similar to his position. Um, I do, too. Living at home. Um, honestly, like, he's not around much. Like, I I think I, ever since first year, I've tried to keep myself generally busy. Whereas, like, in high school, that wouldn't be kind so of a priority of mine. But I just, it's hard to get into a habit of being lazy for three weeks, say, on Christmas break. Which even isn't that long of a period of time. And then going back and grinding every day and studying and starting midterms and then exams and stuff. Um, so I think it's good to get on a good routine of being busy. So, um, yeah, just being busy, um, working, um enjoying like the little things before you have to live on your own like paying for vacations and not having to pay for rent um maybe a relationship at that point who knows (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm not the kind of person who like plans that it's um, like whatever happens happens yeah like yeah it's just i i i just think everything happens for a reason and not that i'm looking for something to fall in my lap i'm not necessarily saying that but i'm just I'm like, uh, there's different priorities at this point in my life. And I obviously everyone can make the time for it, but you don't really want to squeeze the time in your life if you're already kind of like a busier person or you like to keep busy. um, If you don't have that person like waiting for you kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go and find that person to just um, need them in to work itself out. So it works itself in. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to say that. Um, And yeah, just like, I think with any like big life choices, like, it's like whatever like it's just it's meant to, whatever's meant to be kind of thing like laurier was meant to be like um like that good feeling like that one tour just like it it just clicked it felt good like and i just like i think that's what it'll be like <laughs> gotcha and who knows maybe it won't be but <laughs> <laughs> so you don't see yourself doing like a master's um i can't say i don't um but i definitely think after a four-year um undergrad i think i would need a little bit of a break like i do enjoy learning um but i don't think you maybe would um, need it in that capacity after your four year yeah undergrad. like i think an undergrad is very different than doing a master's um an undergrad is very like friends focused um you're like meeting people and you're getting all these new experiences and co-op and internships and um living alone and all these new things and um i think a master's is just basically furthering that i think you basically already like have a life um basically like i uh, yeah like just like the you, next level to you're you're an adult and you're just like you're solely focusing on school and you're just trying um to do like the next best thing to get like the better job and i think i would want like some more experience in a workplace before you doing considered that. that yeah yeah oh cool <laughs> <laughs> okay do you have any other questions um no I think that's it for me t- for today. <laughs> Maybe next time, you know, I'll write a list like you did. <laughs> you know what? I said I'll write a list like you did, but I'm kidding. I can't steal your. Well, role. I think this is a pretty good segment for your very first. Can you believe we did YouTube <laughs> videos together? Like, I think our next one. Oh God! Don't, be don't tell him. Don't tell him. No, reacting to our first few videos because oh, I have would them be on so our funny. Track. Like, I don't even know if it was your idea or mine to start the channel. Like, because it had to be one of ours. I don't think we collectively went to each other. We're like, let's do a channel. But um, 
yeah i, think that I don't be... know you're just amazed with all the other people doing it and i just think that's what it was yeah we want so to I be think... like them we want it to be cute and pretty we want and to be juicy straw seven all that glitters 21 we want to be the sister <laughs> duo that be. had speedy bags one in white one in the brown 30 and 35 <laughs> why do really? we know all that you know that i don't know that, <laughs> okay, well, I know that. Uh, different priorities clearly. <laughs> all right so that concludes this wine night episode i really hope you guys enjoyed kind of like winding down with us yeah. um in just like real life chats um obviously fully off the script um just real life experiences um I think we will do something again. No, we think. I definitely know I'll be able to convince her onto something else in the future. Whether that be another like an extension to a pod like this kind of episode with just newer topics, mm-hmm. or like a reaction to our early days on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I quite enjoyed this. Do you want to link your socials, or are you not like that kind of? Um, sure. It's Erica Erica on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's the only really like yeah, public she's tagged in some of my stuff, so just like go that. Um, don't forget to go to the show notes of this episode so you can see all these social medias, and there'll be timestamps of kind of what topics we hit at what time periods, so you guys can follow along better. Um, don't forget to give this uh, episode five stars, preferably. It really, really helps um, on my end and for me to see the analytics. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy. Thanks so much for being on. <laughs> 